Right now, another big debatable this morning would be the appointment of the former Governor General, David Johnston, who has a lifelong career in public service and tremendous character, I think. And it's often mentioned he's on a short list of about a half a dozen guys about whom a famous Hollywood movie um, was based. Now, I'm going to have to go look it up. Um, Al Gore is another person who was mentioned as a possible candidate for that. Uh, also, a mean hockey player, but none of that comes into play when it's about being the rapporteur. Vashi Capellos joins us now, host of the Vashi Capellos Show on News Talk 1010, and of course also popular television host in talking about national politics. Vashi, good to have you. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so, you know, I'll let you take this in any direction. What's your take <laughs> on the appointment of David Johnston? I was very pleased, but then other people think he's just going to be Justin's poodle. Oh, well, uh, I mean, I think that's a an early leap to make. <laughs> I see why they're making it. I think they had already kind of predetermined that that would be the case prior to the announcement of the name. I, I mean, it's hard to find fault with the guy. I think people will look pretty hard, but um, I, you know, I've had the opportunity to interview him a number of times. I've read a number of his books. Uh, I remember covering him when he was governor general. If you are looking for an unimpeachable and eminent Canadian, uh, you know, I, I feel like he's probably the top of the list. He is, if you know, if you read through his books, not partisan in nature at all. Um, he was appointed by uh, former Prime Minister Stephen Harper, a conservative to the position that he held. He had a good relationship with Stephen Harper, as he details in his books. Uh, he does have like a 25-year career in law as a professor of law. So he, he, he has some expertise, I think, that he can bring to it. I think it's the whole, the, the reason that people are sort of leaping to discount, maybe not even him as an individual, but the idea is because of the way this all happened. And, and the fault for that does lie with the federal government, right? Like if they had initially come out and said, hey, we're unsure on the question of an inquiry, but we get that you want one and that there are demands for one. So let's appoint someone to figure it out. Great. But they waited like three and a half weeks to even acknowledge that those concerns were valid. And so I think there's some trepidation and a lack of kind of trust in the process as a result. Uh, but I don't think that that should be tied to the appointment of David Johnson himself. It's not his fault. <laughs> uh, and there's no reason at this point, at this juncture, to say he's going to do a bad job. You spoke with Marco Mendocino yesterday. Yesterday, let's listen in on him saying whatever the rapporteur reports back, they'll take. Um, whatever recommendations Mr. Johnson puts forward in his capacity as special rapporteur, we will respect. Uh, but I have every confidence that, uh, that he will thrust himself into this role in the same way that he has in every other office that he has served on behalf of his country. Okay, and as a sidebar for a second, Bash Capello, can we all stop pretending that anybody had ever heard of a rapporteur before about two weeks ago? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Or that I have to say it 500 times a day now and correctly. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is the timeline on this? I mean, I know the investigation into the declaration of the Emergencies Act, they had to come back within a year, but is there a timeline for the former GG? There is not. And, 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 and the, the lack of one and I think the lack of details around what the specific mandate of this position will be all kind of feeds into the ad hoc way with which this unfolded and kind of the political vulnerability that persists for the for the federal government around it. So we don't know how long it's going to take. It sounded I asked a, a bunch of times, Minister Minichino, you know, how. Uh, are they going to dictate that? Is that any sort of seemed to indicate it would be up to David Johnston, which is, uh, you know, so could, could we look at the next two years before we decide whether, you know, the next election happens and mm -hmm. then we decide we're going to have an inquiry? Like all those things are 
very political. I understand why he might need some time, of course. I'm not going to take away from that. But like these are some pretty politically salient questions that need to be answered probably sooner rather than later. Um, and so I, I find it like, like you can just see everyone's kind of flying by the seat of their pants, right? Like, Oh, you know, there's no problem to see three weeks later. Actually, we're going to need a special rapporteur 10 days later. Here's your special rapporteur. Still no mandate, still no timeline, you know, just a name basically. Um, so we will like keep our eyes peeled for any of those details, but it didn't sound like anything in that nature had been firmed up. Okay, so quick question for you, and I realize there's so much we don't know about this scandal, uh, but I'm curious for your take, having spoken to so many of the people who are involved. I sometimes suspect there's a lot less to this than is being made of because it's very profitable for the critics of the government to insist that there is some sort of a nefarious operation here. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's an, an open ended question, but I do think that there, I, I think that the critics have discounted the work that has been done to determine whether or not the overall outcome of our elections was impacted. That's not to say there could have been really crappy things happening in some ridings and really weird things, in particular in those 11 ridings that the Conservatives identified in 2021. And that could have impacted the outcome of those ridings. I'm not sure to what degree. I'm just not sure. I just don't. There is not enough real evidence out there for myself or I think anyone who hasn't seen those CSIS documents or spoken to the head of CSIS. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't make that determination. That's why I think... I do understand sort of why people want to look a little bit deeper, but I do think a lot of work has been done. There are actually mechanisms in place, people who did look into whether the overall outcome of the election was impacted. I know a lot of them have been dismissed, but it's not nothing. Um, so I think like we can be confident that, uh, you know, overall the same makeup of parliament would have existed to a certain degree. But I think the fact that there are specific questions about specific writings shouldn't be discounted either. And I think those questions deserve to be looked at. Looking forward to hearing you today. Thank you, Vashi. My pleasure. Anytime, John. Thank you. Vashi Capellos. Well, I'm going to hold her to that. Anytime, she said Joe Cristiano. That means we can wake her up every morning if we want to.